And welcome back to the Foodie for Thought podcast. I am your gracious host of the evening, Kung Foodie, otherwise known in the streets as James. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the party. We have a really good old time over here. Grab your coffee, your tea, your water, your pre-workout, whatever the hell. Just don't listen. Don't grab your drugs. Keep them away. We're just not here. Take them somewhere else. Not here. I know. I'm horrible. I know. It's bad. But if you are returning... What the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> I'm messing. Thank God. Just go with it already, would you? Thank you for coming back. I deeply appreciate it. Join in the comments down below. I like to create conversation. This is about just creating a really good conversation. So thank you for joining. Welcome back. If you are new, just please consider subscribing, liking, following so we can dominate the world. That would be cool. If not, otherwise, I have a really cool topic to talk about today, and that is staying consistent with your goals. This is mainly in reference to your fitness goals, your health goals, athletic goals. I know there's going to be lots of different people listening to uh, this podcast and how we stay consistent with our goals. I've been doing a lot of research over the last month or so about what people find to as a struggle within their journey in fitness and health and their athletics and things like that. And I hear lots of different answers. I hear dealing with injuries. We're going to talk about that another time. I hear talking about um, here talking about being on the right program and plan, and they feel like they're 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 doing a lot of guesswork. The number one thing, though, that I've found is staying consistent. Once there's a lot of starting on and off again, and I myself have had a lot of problem with that in the past too. I've on off and things like that and we're all susceptible to it but we're gonna go over some we're gonna go over five major points today that I want to talk about advice whether you are a beginner starting off excuse me or whether you are an a competitive athlete uh, athlete and whatever whatever endeavor that you do uh, there are some tips that I think are really applicable to each person. That, or at least that we can generalize because there are certain principles based upon staying consistent. And although there's, there's different levels to it, like somebody who is just wanting to get fit for the first time versus somebody who is a competitive athlete getting paid to show up. But there are certain things that each can fall under. I think everybody can get something from the list that I created. So if you uh, want to stick around, i got some good ones for you. So let's talk about it. First point that I want to talk about is be really clear with your goals and know your why. It's two under one umbrella. Be really clear with your goals and know your why. And I'm going to break both of those up. I think what separates realistic when we're setting them out for ourselves is that we, is that is the, they don't take account into our lifestyle and already factors, our medical history, and yes, we can always work around that. We can push through that, yes. But where our goals meet our lifestyle doesn't always mesh up so easily, and I'm sure that you've run into that before, especially if you're like a full-time athlete, or if you're a full-time parent, you work a full-time job, and you have lots of responsibilities to take care of. And I want to go through that. So the easiest way that i found to while I've been training people is to break them up into different categories or different, uh, yeah, categories like level one, two, and three. And here's what I mean by that. The majority of people are a level one person. This is 90% of people. 
or level A, B, and C, whatever you want to call it. No one's higher than the next person. You just have to categorize it. But a level one or a level A person would be 90% of people. These are people who just want to be in shape. They want to be healthy. They want to, and that's not to say that they're, they're low ball goals. Like, you can, you can deadlift and squat, like, a pretty serious amount as, like, a level one person. Or you can get, like, you can have, like, there's, there's so many different athletic endeavors that you can do, whatever your goals are. You can want to lose 50 pounds, you know, 20 pounds. You want to gain 20 pounds, 10 pounds of muscle, whatever that it is. But this is just the majority of people that want to work out two to four days a week, that want to train in whatever endeavor that they do two to four days a week, and that they create it almost within their lifestyle. So that the thing, the endeavor, the event, the goal doesn't have to just override their lifestyle. That doesn't happen until levels two and three, and I'm going to talk about that in a second. But level one is where they want their fitness goals to fit within their lifestyle. And listen, there may have to be some sacrifices with that because, listen, to be realistic, you're not going to lose weight if you're, if you're drinking all the time. If you're drinking every single day, you're probably not going to lose weight. Sure, losing weight comes down to, you know, how many calories, like, you know, being in a calorie deficit by the end of the day, which is a, a combination of eating and, uh, uh, eating and activity levels, right? But at the same time, at the same time, I think you and I both know that drinking alcohol every day is not a part of like a regular diet and things like that. No, we can do social. Of course you can drink socially and there that fits within a lifestyle. So you can enjoy yourself, but there, there are some sacrifices. Maybe it's being around certain people. Maybe it's taking yourself out of a certain environment more so often because a, your environment is just, you're going to be a by, byproduct of the top five people that you spend time around. You're going to be a byproduct of the environment that you spend the most time around. And not always do we get to Not always do we get to choose our coworkers, you know, or the people like, our, and not always do we get to choose our family. And but you do have a choice to choose your friends, and you do have your choice to be able to where you want to spend time around. So you need to be able to listen to that. Getting really clear on your goals, though, if you're like a level one, like what do you want to do, and what is it going to take to get there? And this also goes for level two and three athlete. I categorize level two athletes or, or level two um, level two people as serious recreational athletes or amateur athletes. These are people that need to train five or six days a week. This is more than likely for an event or if they are just a very serious recreational athlete that they really enjoy doing their endeavor, whether that they would be up uh, into powerlifting or kettlebell training, calisthenics, jujitsu, kickboxing, rock climbing, biking, things like that, you know? Your nutrition and your goals, they have to align. And those that too will start to now see a little bit more sacrifice for what it is that you want to do. But once you become a level three in whatever endeavor that you do, you might be a model. Basically, a level three person is that you won't get paid if you don't show up looking a certain way or being able to perform a certain way. And that's not a lot of people. Like, models are one, bodybuilders are one. Like, you got to show up on time, on weight, looking a certain way, or you're going to step on stage, you're going to look embarrassing. This is also like wrestlers, mixed martial artists, grapplers, competitive combat uh, martial artists, uh, that if you don't show up to your weight, you are not fighting the next day. You just broke your contract, 
And the, all of that takes different ways of eating, you know, and, and inside of your nutrition. So you got to take a real clear look of your goals and you don't need to eat like a level three athlete if you are a level one person. You know what I mean? Some it's, it's It doesn't have to be that way. Sure, it will get you crazy results aesthetically and probably performance-wise too. You don't have to. But that's, that is what I mean by creating an unrealistic expectation. You're thinking of yourself like a level two or a level three person. But you could be just categorized as a level one. You, you know what I'm saying? You see where that comes in? Having that realistic expectation is going to take a lot off of your mental plate to be able to carry on and do what it is that you want to do. Let's say if you're a jiu-jitsu athlete or a kickboxer or whatever it is, right? Adding in at that point, you got to take a look at how often are you training and then how much if you're trying to get into your a fitness routine too to help supplement that, what do you need to add on to that? As a quick pro tip, if you are and you're if you're like a jiu-jitsu athlete, a kickboxer, and you're trying to implement a fitness routine, start with two to four days a week, right? Like I and I'm gonna go to that in my next point in my in my part two. Uh, or my point number two, but just just roll with me for a second. You, you start with two to four days a week inside of, let's say, if you're training four or five times a week or even three times a week, what, three to five, six, whatever. Start with two because you're going to need a lot of recovery time. and You're also going to need to eat properly. So at that point, you should just be considering yourself a level two athlete where seriously, you know what I mean? So create realistic expectations for yourself based off your lifestyle and your goals. And then the second part to that is just know your why. Knowing your why, it's it can't just be an at the surface level. This is going to take some time of reflection. This might take a little bit of journaling. This might take a little bit of of time to just sit yourself down, quiet the noise and say, "Why is why do I want to gain 10 pounds of muscle? Why do I want to start training fitness for my jiu-jitsu?" And it doesn't have to be like a, a super complex, like enlightenment sort of answer. I, that's not what I'm saying. But the deeper it is that it's meaningful to you, the more likely it is that you are going to connect with it. And that itself is just going to be easier to go. To give you some inspiration, here's my why and why I train. My my uh, my fitness and nutrition and martial arts company that I use, Resilience Fitness and Performance. Resilience is a very meaningful word to me. It is, it, is a, it is a word of strength. It is a word of, of light. And when I mean light, I mean like the light. It, it, is a, it is a word of protection. And it's also a word of self-connection to me. And the more that I go at and that I like doing like, like, uh, like kickboxing, jiu-jitsu, hiking, camping, fitness, eating well, and just exploring different interests and hobbies... It always comes back to how can I connect deeper with myself to discover more about me and the, and the other talents that I might have untapped, the things that I actually, that f I find purpose in. I did a full podcast on this on, on my episode one. Uh, and so if you're, if you're ever interested on, on the topic of resilience and what it means to connect with yourself, go check that out. Uh, but I, I'll save the entire breath, but a big part of what resilience means to me is digging inside for greatness. And it's not looking at external things to go and chase after. You don't chase after love 
why would you chase after your goals when you can dig for it? You know what I mean? This is in, in the idea of resilience. I, I am on a, a vision personally to dig for greatness and everything that I, that I seek after always comes back to that. That's my why. And guess what guys? And I'm spending a little bit more time on this than I wanted to, but that's, that's life, right? Your why will change. It, you may have a vision, right? Like resilience. It's, it's going to evolve in the future. My brand is going to evolve in the future. My personal reasons are going to evolve in the future. One of my good friends, Bobby, and I talk about, like, periodically, like, every so often, is that, like, every three, four, five years, you go through this rebirth process if, you are, if you're growing properly as a person. And your, your, your perspectives of life are going to change. And him and I, I think, are, like, pretty equal in terms of like every three years something big changes right something perspective changes a new desire a new thing a new project a new perspective of life that makes you think otherwise like even once people have kids now that's an additional why though it's important that you have your own why now kids are a part of your why now you've you bought a house now like my why for wanting even financial freedom, just going outside of fitness and, you know, fitness goals for a second, my financial being successful, right? You're going to see shifts. So at one point, every goal is different demanding level two and three people are very, they have a very, they have a much higher demand than a level one person does. They have to, they have to eat properly it is more than likely going to have a dietary restrictions and things that you have to eat in order to be able to get the goal and result that you want. Different demands are going to be placed at different times of your life. That doesn't mean that you can't implement discipline at all of these different parts. So, as you as you go along in your journey, it's okay that you were maybe a level three person, maybe you were a professional athlete, maybe you were a collegiate athlete, and you found, or maybe you were just like a football player growing up your whole life, and that was all that you knew as training to just train for football. You know what I mean? It's it's okay to say like, hey, you know what? I'm not I'm not training five days, six days a week right now. I don't got a game one two times a week. I can go, or I don't have a competition, you know, if you're a jiu-jitsu athlete, like, you know, every weekend, every other weekend, like if you go to my academy, you're being able to go through those rebirth processes to be able to say, what are my, and it wasn't that, because now I really appreciate more my family time, more I didn't get to spend, because I was a professional, or, you know, diverging all my time outside of work to just training and the thing, but now, like, my family's there. My needs are still need to be met. It's not backing down at all, although it might seem that way at first. All that it is is that you're acknowledging that you have other callings in your life, that you will be called to be a family person, a family man, woman, a mom, a dad, whatever. You will be called to maybe a new job. You will get a promotion, so you'll have to spend maybe a little bit more time there. And it doesn't have to be forever, but you're going to need to spend time there to make that successful. You can always, training is always there for you. It's an anchor for us. You don't have to judge yourself if you need to take a step back because you were once a highly competitive and serious wreck person. If that is something that you want, then there will be sacrifices then. Maybe you do need to wake up at 5 a.m. to get what it is that you want. If that will allow you to train every day, 
may, your your schedule is a part of that. You know what I mean? You you're you are in control of that though. Your why and being clear on your goals are really important in staying consistent. Because once you know what it is, and you and you know your why, you got your clear goals that will change and they will all evolve. You see what I'm saying? Things will evolve. Go with the flow. Go well. <laughs> I never really say go with the flow, but go with that flow. Life is going to call you in many different directions. Stay with that. Stay with those callings. Listen, and then adjust. You can. You you always are in that power. Now I want to go to point number two. Point number two is stop planning for the worst. I think this is a really big one because I think all of us, if you're listening, I, I hear me out. I think we're all, we are all our own worst enemy. We will plan for the worst. Sometimes we don't even start something because if that one thing is just not in the right place, oh, I, my doc, I have a doctor's appointment at the time that I would go to the gym or, oh, you know what? I have to stay a little bit after for work today. Well, I know I have a test coming up in three weeks. Let me just. What you only have is right now. You only have what is right in front of you. Let me tell you something. You do not need a master plan. More often, master plans are just inhibitors anyway. Because if you, it's now a thing about performance. Now you are performing for validation. Keep it freaking simple. Whatever that this goal is, people, you don't need, if you want to get in crazy good shape, crazy strong, all these performance things, whatever, guess what? In the gym, you don't need a, 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 a 7, 10 move, 12 move, 15 move workout. You can have a murderous workout in just a couple of moves if you do it right. And when I say do it right, like you can do like two moves, three sets each until absolute failure, and then try to walk home after you just did unlimited squats. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm saying one extreme example, but when you're planning for the worst, like in your schedule, we could play what if all friggin' day. What if my schedule, what if the doctor's appointment happens and I can't get to it? Oh, what if, what if my kid like throws up and like he, now I can't do it? Well, what if your freaking grandma had balls? Probably be your grandpa, wouldn't they? We could play this game what if all day long. But if you just keep playing it, then you're not going to get to where you want to be. You feel me? Don't plan for the worst. Just plan simply it's which translates actually transitions really well into my third point i want to i want to let me jump into that third point simplify now and then you can add later i was thinking about it before and i was thinking about staying starting small but no matter who you are whether you're a level one two or three simplify now and then you can always add later Let's say if you're a level one person and you just want to build some muscle. Awesome. Push, pull legs. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Whatever. It doesn't have to even just be like that. Obviously, you need your rest. But even if you can make Monday, Thursday, Friday. Cool. Monday, Thursday, Saturday. Whatever. Okay? That's three days a week. Awesome. 
even if you start two. All right, whatever your days are, Monday, Thursday, cool. And then you can't just do until other Monday, Thursday. Start with two days a week. Push, pull. Then on Monday or Thursday, the next Monday, start your legs. And then you go push. And then you go pull legs. You see, just do the next thing, that do the next workout you need to do. Simple. There you go. Done. The biggest thing that I actually got from seeing people online talk about and staying consistent with, and if you're on a, if you're on a fitness journey, you've been doing fitness for a while, you've been an athlete for a while, I think we all could agree on this, is that people, in terms of fitness and nutrition, or activity and nutrition, nutrition is much harder to stay consistent with. And I wanted to talk about that a little bit. I was going back and forth with uh, one of my friends about that. I was talking to a couple other people about that. And I, too, have had a, a, some problem with that. I'm going to give you a couple. But this does come down to your. But a lot of people, when they talk about consistency, when it comes to food, a lot that I hear about right now is time. A lot about here is cost effective. As a shameless plug-in, I have a series on my social media that I call Kung Foodie's Kitchen that I talk about how to make high-protein meals and meals to meet your fitness goals that are all simple, time-saving, and delicious, otherwise known as STD. And did I mention that they're cost-effective? They, you want to stay as simple as possible? And I, I was going back and forth with this uh, somebody last week, so this is really relevant right now. They were having six different dinners that they would make throughout the week, and they would give themselves one day to just do whatever they wanted to do. But for each dinner, they have six different ones. So now they need different ingredients for each one. That's exhausting. Don't do that. Just do, do three dinners a week, three different dinners a week. Maybe even two, do two dinners a week. And you're, I know what you're probably thinking. Oh, that's boring. Well, look, there's, there's got to be a simplification process somewhere. feelings we look i'm not invalidating whatever you feel but it's certainly just because you feel it doesn't mean it, it needs to be always validated i think we really need to get past that as a, as a culture i know that we're really on this right now and i absolutely agree like look if you feel a certain way cool like let's address it but man at some point like we got to add in a little bit of you know logical thinking to this a little bit of discipline you know and let me give you let me give you a pro tip in terms of eat of making two to three different dinners a week these things okay the glass ones are your best friends these keep fresh uh food really fresh they they store really well they give a little bit longer of a life uh or shelf life they they keep the flavor and if you hate this word i'm sorry the moistness of it sorry sorry but they they keep the juiciness of it they they hold the flavor better they have a better shelf life it stays fresher and yeah it costs a little bit of money up front but they also last a lot longer and guess what these things don't stain like plastic. Now, all those plastic containers, no matter what, they all talk about, some companies will talk about like, oh, they're BPA free and, you know, they won't contaminate your food. Look, if it's freaking plastic, it's going to contaminate your food. Let's, let's not get away from that. Get the glass one. You're way better. Okay. So that's just a pro tip right there. Maybe sometimes you will need to meal prep a little bit. Okay, if you make dinner one night, make it for, you know, make enough portions for the next couple. 
if you're if for your lunches same thing if you don't make it for just dinner then man save it for like if you make three servings of it all right well now i have my lunch for the next day and my dinner for the next day well if that's the case if that's not your answer cool if that's your answer there you go if you don't mind it good or if you could suck it up cool same thing with your lunches though have two to three lunches a week same with dinners have two to three dinners a week and you can meal prep them on the weekend if you need or just one of them you know have easy to grab and go stuff like breakfasts i also do those on kung foodie's kitchen all these meals are super easy to make and they they taste delicious too okay just follow me what just follow me online i don't know what to tell you everything's linked down in the description just freaking Um, the, the terms of times, especially for, uh, you know, a level, uh, level two and three, you know, like in terms of athletes, I understand like time could be of the essence because you got to train outside of probably a full-time job or if you're a full-time student, right? And that's where you're going to have to start sacrificing a little bit of other things to make sure that you can eat right. It will, it will require that if you are, a, if you're an athlete of some sort where you're training five, six, seven days a week, okay? It's, it's going to have to happen, okay? But that doesn't mean that it needs to take long. I know some days or some people like meal prep for three hours. It honestly does not have to take that long. Uh, that's some, for some people might, that might work, but it does not have to be that way, okay? Uh, even for level one people, you know, full-time job, you got kids at home, you got, you want to play softball, you know, one, two times a week, you want to go to the gym three times a week, whatever that it is, you know, you don't, you feel like you might not have some time, where the time that you do get to cook, even for your family, just cook a bigger portion so that you could save it for later, okay? It's, it, it's very easy that way, just simplify, keep it simple. Even with the workouts, like I was saying before, start simple. Excuse me. Start simple where you your workouts, do two days a week to start because you're probably going to need to recover anyway. So recovery is where you are going to build the muscle that you want, the lean muscle, where you're going to want to sleep really well, right? Like you, there will be some things that you need to prioritize just differently, just differently, it doesn't always have to be about like, oh, I got to sacrifice everything to get in the gym. If you're a level one person, don't treat yourself like a level three person. Treat yourself like a level one person. I'll make another podcast on that. See how easy that was? Simplify now. Just give yourself to be like, okay, I'm going to work out two days this week. Cool. Then do it the next week. Do it then the next week. And the next week, you don't have to do 60 minutes, 90 minutes, 45 minutes is like proven time and time again to be like the the peak of where you're going to be able to expand your energy. So if you have two 45 minute workouts, there you go of strength training. That is, I mean, right. Or, uh, you know, even, even it's cardio related, cool. But I mean, like walking is free. So if you're, if you want to go for like a cardio, want to just, you know, get some calories in your steps and just go walk, you know, it doesn't have to be long. A 10 minute walk is, that does something. Start small, 10 minutes this week, every day, or three times this week, you know, like everybody, everybody can do that. Big, big fitness myth is being able to make time, uh, is being able to, they don't, they don't find the time you, it is something that you have to make.
This just goes back to your goals and knowing your why. If you have a very clear understanding of what your goals are and you have a very clear understanding of what your why is, you will make time. And it might, you might need a little help with that, but no matter what, just start. And sometimes, get this, sometimes what happens is you're going to start and you're not exactly going to know where to start. You know you want to lose a little bit of weight. You know you want to lose a little bit of muscle. And then you're going to want to, you're going to want well, then just make a little self-promise to yourself. Just get in the gym. Just show up to the gym the next two, like for the next uh, two times this week, three times this week, whatever it is. Just show up. Do a couple things. They, they matter too. But you can figure it out as you go along. You don't have to have everything just set up immediately. It's not, life isn't always going to be like that. You know what I mean? But do have a plan. Get help if need be. Okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about that in a few. But everything just... This is another easy, really easy flow to my fourth point, which is harmony over perfection. Here's what I mean by that. Harmony over balance, I mean, I'm sorry. Harmony over balance means everybody is trying, it's the classic, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to find balance. I'm just, you know, just trying to balance everything out in the week. And I think, I think that's the most over, I think that's the most overrated mindset of life there there is balance i feel like finding balance and (laughs) finding balance more often than not i think has led to more um what's the word for it how do i want to say that balance has led to more dullness in life uh uh, boredom it is is led to more staticness that's the word I'm thinking of. It's led to more staticness in life because now everything is just the same. We're not robots. We are called to many places in life and there are going to be different demands at different times. It's not just like if I find my perfect balance, what's that going to last? A day? A week? If? Like you're never going to have the perfect week. You just have to accept that perfection is just this egotistical chase that that there is no end in sight and you're just performing for it if you have a perfectionist mindset and i'm not saying that's always a bad thing because uh, you know we we do need an ego in our life ego is a very healthy thing especially if you're an athlete in any sort you need an ego like that is ego is what drives success people talk about killing your ego all the time Step in the gym, step in the academy, kill your ego, and then you just learn. There's no winning, there's only, like, there's winning, but there's never losing, there's only learning. Get over yourself, come on. You lo- we lose in life. Just, just, let's get over this. Yeah, it's learn. Okay, well, you also lost. <laughs> okay? Like, perfection, perfection you need to perform for. We're trying to go after excellence. We're trying to be excellent individuals. I've talked about this on other podcasts before, so this is what I'm going after right now. Harmony promotes excellence because harmony is talking about I will be called to many different places in life. Harmony because I'm going to be a I'm a parent, I am a student, I'm an athlete, I am a family person, I work, I have other hobbies, I like to video game. I like to do all these different things. I just harmonize it all. I just make it work. And But I stay 
disciplined with it. Disciplined is, is best friends with consistency. And I'm not saying to put down motivation. Like I, I think people have this weird relationship with motivation. With motivation's fun. Are you fucking kidding me? Like I would, I would, I love being feeling motivated when I do, but I'm not led by it. And I think that's what people are trying to say. I hope anyway. But what you should be led by is discipline. We can't be guided by our emotions our entire life. We have to be led by discipline. Our emotions are just going to play a part of it. But if we are always constantly led, how can we be consistent if we are constantly led by our emotions? We have to be led by something else. A vision. Discipline. Something that we're, that we're seeking from inside of ourselves to connect with deeper. A vision for yourself. Having vision is so important in life. I'm telling you, if you like, we all need vision of where we want to be, you know? And if, if you're having trouble with that, honestly, my first piece of advice is just take a look at who you're hanging out around. That's the easiest practical piece of advice, tangible that you can look at right now. And just circling back real quick in terms of killing your ego, like what the, stop it. Tame your ego. You have to tame it. Are you just going to, if you're going to kill it, oh, what, now, like, in times of where you need it? Ego drives success. Huh? What, are you going to go and compete with no ego at all? So it's just done for? So what, you don't care if you lose? Of course you do. Tame it. Control it. Learn how it works. Learn about it. Understand it. Because you always fear what you don't understand. Do you understand what I'm saying right now? Tame your ego. Don't kill it. Learn how to use it. Learn how to understand it. But just don't let it, do not let it control you. You have to control it. You understand what I'm saying? Going back to harmony versus balance. Harmony, we're go it's just accepting that life is not always going to be perfect. That is just, once you get, just watch, ready? You're going to fail. Can you say okay to that? You're going to fail. Probably this week you're going to fail at something. Okay, cool. Now what? Like, now what? Now that you just accept it, now what? You, the faster you accept that and just ex <laughs> you accept it right now, the easier it's going to be. Which is kind of like how I said before. Uh, wow, God. I'm just having a whole lot of brain fart over here. Um, which is stop planning for the worst. Thank you why we have these stop planning for the worst and just focus on harmonizing your life things will always just need to work you're going to need to put your attention in lots of places things are always going to be alive there's everything is living harmony equals living balance equals staticness you know it's there's a stillness in balance and although balance could be a good thing in some aspects but you know that's not practical what is practical is thinking of your life in terms of harmonizing it. That's yin and yang. Balance is such a Western idea. And the, the, the Eastern mindset has it a little bit more right in terms of the philosophy of yin yang. Things just move. I go this way, I got to go this way. You know, like this is calling me right now. Okay, wherever you are, let me tell you something right now. Listen to everything I'm about to say to you. And it's like five words or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Be where your feet are. Wherever you are, be there. If my feet are here. If I'm looking at you and I'm having a podcast, this is where my attention is. I got to go talk to some online.
after this, but I'm going to do that later. I got to go eat after this, but right now, my attention's here with you. Stay here. Be where your feet are. You're going to be called to many places, and wherever you are, be there. Okay? Picking up what I'm putting down? I expand on harmony versus balance in my uh, in the Way of Discipline podcast. That's episode number three, so go check that out if you want to hear a little bit more of that. But that's just a little mindset thing for you. Now, that was, that was the fourth thing. And the fifth thing that I want to talk about, this is a little bit outside of what you can do personally. The first four points I was talking about, like mindset, some practical pieces of advice, and what you can do to control it, right? But I, I thought this was really helpful because not always are we going to be in control of everything. And even more than that, not always are we going to want to be in control of everything, I, I, I swear I talk about this all the time with the people that I train and the people, anyone that I, that I bring on new or I do a consultation with. Like, let me ask you this right now. Do you even want to think about it for yourself? Stuff going on in your lifestyle already. You're a student or you're a full-time student. You got a part-time job or a full-time job on top of that. Maybe you already have a full-time job. You do freelance work on the side. You do jujitsu as a hobby. Maybe you have some kids. Maybe you're responsible for cooking dinner. You got to see family on the weekends. Like everything that you can think of in your mindset. Do you even want to think about how to program for yourself? Do you even want to think about what you need to eat next? Point number five, outsource, get help. It is, it is so alleviating to just say like, oh my God, do I even want to control that? No, <laughs> like I don't want to control everything in my life. There will be times in my life where I will have to be, but do you need it? No. In terms of outsourcing, sure. Like, is there going to be some like finances involved? Sure. A lot of people that I train, I'd be like, okay, well, if you're so freaking busy and you don't want to think about what you need to eat and you know you need get your lunches delivered every week or go pick them up every week. Like people, there are companies now that ship all over the world and some of them, like, again, they'll cost a little bit of money, but what's at some point, what's more valuable? The time of you trying to spend within your lifestyle or, or, or just trying to be in control of everything. At some point, it also has to be about the results that you get. You know what I mean? So whether it's a food prep company, hiring a coach, or subscribing to a, a fitness subscription, like, and let, let me tell you, let me, let's talk about this for a second, because I'm, I'm, oh my God. There is, there is, the number one thing that I hear about, and it's so untrue, about going to, to a fitness coach for help and hiring a fitness coach is that it's expensive. That could not be further from a truth. That's the second myth I'll talk about in this podcast. No, that couldn't be further from the truth. First of all, there are, are apps that cost less than $10 out there. $10, $15 that you subscribe to a options so just for subscribing to somebody's website or an app and it might not be tailored to to your needs okay and you're gonna get what you pay for in that sense but you are subscribing to a a a membership 15 25 40 bucks a month whatever that it is 
that you can just, you don't have to think about it. Do whatever the app says next. Or better yet, if you go to like a gym or whatever, you can just go to the group classes that they have. There are, there are literally tiers to this, and there are smaller tiers. There's small group training that personal trainers do that is not so, like, you know, group class-oriented where it's just like, okay, now go do this, you know, and, like, everyone follow me, aerobic style. No, there's small group training that are based around strength training. Like, I host a small group weekly that's based around kettlebell training and body weight training. We also use, like, other different tools, too, like steel maces, medicine balls, battle ropes, dumbbells, and all these different things. It's, it's a very curriculum-driven, progressive-style-based program, you know, to get really, really fit, you know, and to meet your goals. But that's just another way to do it. You can meet a personal trainer once a month, sit down for a half an hour to talk about... They can, at the same time, come prepare, write your, write your next meal plan or adjust parts of your meal plan. They talk about, okay, you know, this first week, here's what your workouts look like. Second week, third week, fourth week. Okay, awesome. I'll see you in a month. And you can sit down with someone for a half an hour for, you know, anywhere from 30 to $70 a month. Okay, that's that's nothing like you wouldn't sit down with someone just for them to tell you what to do for 30 minutes, pay 40, 50 bucks or whatever, like and they'll take care of your entire program for the month. Come on, you don't have to see a coach weekly. Like, would it be nice to be able to see them two, three times a week? Of course. I understand that's not always where, you know, finances are playing that. Absolutely. Of course. But there are so many answers. My small group people pay $25 a class. They have access to me throughout the whole week. They, they talk with each other. They take pictures of the workouts. They all have equipment that they have access to. They can go to a gym if they don't have equipment at their house to do the, to, to do the workouts in. Or they can just go to the gym, replicate that workout two, you know, a one or two additional times per week. And... Basically, so you see what I'm saying? They have constant access to me if they want to talk about nutrition. Like, I, I answer their questions. And that's even outside of, like, the one-on-one. -on -one. I don't give them full, of course, one-on-one -on -one accessibility. But, you know, I'm just... Then see me one time additional month to talk about your nutrition plan. Like, you know what I'm saying? My online services. I charge what I charge per month. But, like, that's and it's anywhere in between $150 to $300 a month. Some people are, are more than that, you know. But, like, on the lower end for online training, you might spend $100, $120, you know, sometimes $150. You know, you can pay all the way up to $500 a month for that, right? But that's even less than going in person two times a week for an average of $75 a session. That's four, eight sessions a month. That's 600 bucks a month. Not everybody has the money to do that or more. But at the same time, I mean, like there's there are plans for everybody. And yes, you are in control, but a little bit of outsourcing can do you a world of justice. Not always do you want to figure out how much protein you need, how much calories you need, how many workouts you need to complete this jiu-jitsu athletes like what you think you're going to teach jiu-jitsu on your own like and just teach yourself give me a break you know like the best athletes and the best people out there outsource all the time ceos outsource to people athletes outsource to people nutritionists personal trainers whatever sure they have the money to do it but i'm just gave you a giant list of options that you can do this even expensive even uh i'm sorry not expensive eating even 
eating healthy is not that expensive. And one of you just rolled your eyes. Let me just express something to you. I spend maybe $50 to $70 a week on fresh groceries. Maybe one, two times a month, I'll spend upwards of 100 or maybe more dollars. But I'm just restocking a couple of things. But that's maybe once or twice a month. Every other week, two to three weeks out of the month, I'm spending 50 60 maybe upwards of $70. It's... You can, it's all fresh produce. I buy, I buy my vegetables and you can buy frozen vegetables to save you time that I buy my fruit weekly. I buy my protein weekly. I have a weekly, you know, I already have like stocks of potatoes, rice, different pastas in my diet, but I just restock what I need. The fresh, fresh vegetables, fruits, and proteins. And every couple of weeks, I'll just restock what I need to. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are answers for everybody. There are, and if you ever need help, like, I, I'll, I'll link what I, all of my services down, like, to do an online consultation with me. I'll, I'll help you out whatever way that I can. And obviously, as you keep coming to the podcast and you follow me online like you should be doing, then I'll be helping you out plenty. There's plenty of things, you know, plenty of ways that you can get help. But I, I do really encourage you, like, seek outsourcing in some sort of way. If you're a jiu-jitsu athlete, you're not sure exactly how to, you know, you need some little extra work. Well, you know, ask them what you need to be working on. You know, ask them like, okay, what can I be eating better for? Like, how do you like if they do weight cuts? I don't always recommend weight cuts in jujitsu. You know, there's sometimes matches and kickboxing and MMA and wrestling and jujitsu that you know you might need to. I understand, but I mean, man, like just ask for help from your coach. I know, I guarantee you, there's some that you know that you can get some advice for. The scariest looking ones, may I say, the scariest looking ones in the gym or the academy are probably the, one of the nicest people you ever meet in your life. If you haven't figured that out yet, some of the scariest looking people, they are just they are just like these walking grizzly bears or silverback gorillas or these, you know, like these death leopards. They're just jaguars walking, but then like all of a sudden you go up to them, they're so kind. They want to help because guess what? We all have a starting point. In every way, no matter what, we all came from somewhere. We all started. We didn't. We weren't just born to 220, ripped eight pack. You know that took work. Or we weren't just born being able to do all these athletic things. Sometimes, sure, but like you know, to look a certain way and perform a certain way, it all takes hard work. You know, aside from the talent that you already have. So, you know, just just concluding that, you know, like seek outsourcing like in terms of even like meal prep like i said your supplements you know what i mean like go to a coach and you don't even have to see them monthly see them for the next month just to learn a little bit if you if you want three months six months but then time so that you can really pick up on it you know and that you can really integrate it into your lifestyle and that will evolve over time you know so that's my thing that's it. That's my five pieces right there. I hope that you enjoyed that. I hope you got something out of that. Thank you for spending some time with me today. If you need any help on this, or if you would like any help on training, I will link my online training services website down below in the description. I'll give you a free consultation, 45 minute consultation. If we get to work well together, awesome. If not, 
awesome. And we at least get a conversation to, to, to see where exactly your goals are. We talk about what your past is like, what your medical history is like, what, what factors that we need to consider. We go over what your interests are, or your, your lifestyle is like currently, what your schedule is like, your hobbies and interests, see where that fits into. Or if you're a professional athlete, what's your current lifestyle and training schedule like so that we can figure out exactly how this supplemental training and your nutrition is going to fit into your endeavor that you're going after or the lifestyle that you're trying to attain as well. And then we go over your goals. Where exactly do your goals fit in? Your primary goal, your secondary goal, going to fit within what you are trying to accomplish. Free consultation. You can my, it, the the sign up in my website links you directly to my calendar. You could choose any of the times on my calendar available. I will happily help anybody out who is open minded and who want and is is uh, and is open to what they want to accomplish. So uh, that is linked down in the description below. Go check that out if you desire. But if not. Thank you very much for joining me today on the this episode of the Foodie for Thought podcast. Again, my name is James Foodie, otherwise known as Kung Foodie or whatever way that is. So if you liked it, please subscribe. Feel free to, to like it. Consider subscribing. Perhaps follow so we can manipulate the algorithm and take over the world together. Peace and love, everybody. Just remember, on this journey that you are on, we are not going out and chasing greatness. We are digging within for greatness. Have an awesome rest of the day, people.